Okay. Hi, I'm Devanjun. With me, there's Shaginik and Shubodip. Together, we're an alternate take. We discuss filmmakers, artists, writers, critics. And I'm so thrilled to have uh, Sim Chabra back with us. It's his second time on our show. Thank you so much for making the time again. You're welcome. So we will talk about this year's uh, this year's entertainment landscape, how the ecosystem has changed. Uh, firstly, what are some uh, perceptible shifts you have sen sensed in the global or national entertainment landscape this year? Well, the obvious one is that, you know, with the theaters which are closed and, you know, even though now in India, theaters are opened, uh, at least I have not been inside a theater. Um, there were a lot of films were ready, um, which were then uh, films and, and shows were ready or uh, were finished in post-production uh, during the lockdown and then were launched on OTT platforms. So shows in any case, whether it's Patal Lok or whether it is something like um, Scam 92, those would have come on OTT in any case. But uh, a film that I didn't even watch, but you know, I don't think an Akshay Kumar film would have come to an OTT platform, you know, uh, Lakshmi Bond. But they, I think they did better by going there because I hear the film is so bad that nobody would have gone to see it in theaters. So, um, you know, I, I, I really liked Amitabh Bachchan and Ayushman um, uh, Khurana and um, Gulab Sotabo. That would have been a movie to be seen on a big screen uh, because also the, the, the whole Lucknow, you know, vista and image of the city, which is a part of the, uh, I guess, one of the protagonists. But um, the film is ready and then it becomes a question of whether they want to hold on to the film for how long. Um, there have been some films... Uh, like in Hollywood, uh, you know, the James Bond film that's been delayed for the longest time and quite a few others. Uh, Surya one, she was supposed to open that uh, cricket film, um, 83. 80. Yeah. So they've delayed them. Uh, we'll see when they open. Yeah. So across the languages of India, what are some of the films that you enjoyed this year? So, you know, that's a very difficult, uh, well, I, I, I haven't, I've given some thought to it because I'm working on some pieces. I did a piece uh, which just appeared on Radio today, which, but that was, um, so I try and do this instead of saying like my top 10 Hindi films or something like that. And I, I, there, there are some films that I, could, I should have listed as my top 10 and weren't even there, but it was more in terms of what I like about some films, you know, like I, I, I'll I mentioned Choked, for instance, which as a film overall did not work for me because it didn't go too far. But some of the performances in Choked, especially um, uh, what's her name, man, Subhash. Uh, uh, Amrita Subhash. Uh, Amrita Subhash, yeah. I should know her name. Um, she was so good in it. Uh, so I, I, I enjoyed doing that. I'm also working now on a list of um, non um, Hindi language films. I was doing one, I was trying to do one on international film, but I let it go because I think of those international films. Many, many of them people have not seen in India at all. Um, but regional films, I'm, I'm doing a list on that now. Um, so off the top of my head, is that the question you asked me what I liked this year? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was, I was thinking, I mean, early, early in the, on in the year itself, um, again, a film I didn't mention, uh, Suni Tarpurwala's Ye Ballet, I thought was very enjoyable. Uh, uh, the boys were adorable in it, and I think it was quite unexpected. The even though it's it's sort of a story that we've seen sometimes where parents 
you know, Gully Boy has similar story. Often stories are like that where parents resent kids with uh, whatever desires they have. But um, I think a it was about ballet. It was such a surprise film. I had no idea there's a whole ballet school in 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 India. Um, and uh, you know, she cast two wonderful leads. Uh, their performances are very good. So uh, that was there. Very good. I I liked Gulab Sitabo. I thought it was um, it had some great crackling dialogues. The, uh, the, uh, the the sequences between Amitabh and Ayushman Kurana when they are completely you know the battling it with I thought that was just absolutely uh, very charming. Uh, but that's Juhi Chaturvedi. Her her writing is some of the best thing that she does really. Uh, and. Um, um, What's what you know that old lady Farooq uh, Farooq something her name is uh, Syed Mustafa Farooq no no not Syed Mustafa Farooq who's a Bangladeshi filmmaker you know the old lady man in the film yeah. Jafar Farooq Jafar yeah, oh yeah. okay Farooq Jafar yeah. Yeah. she's um, the Begum she, she was lovely she was absolutely lovely and 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 to be a match to Amitabh Bachchan's character um, so it had it had some very Delicious moments. In fact, I, I think I, if I get time, I don't know when I'll get time. I want to watch it again. Um, I like Raat Akeli Hai. Um, I thought it was, uh, uh, you know, I couldn't guess who the killer was. And, uh, you know, I've known Hani Rani uh, for some time now. This is the first time he directed a film. And I think it was a very smart uh, sort of Agatha Christie kind of hood in it. You know, uh, quite a few people said to me, oh, my God, this is, it's a copy of Knives Out. Now it, it it's such a coincidence that it happened at the same time. Knives Out came out in September, October of last year. In September it was premiered in Toronto. So how could he copy a film and make one so soon in in two months or something like that? Uh, but this the, the, this 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 genre of who done it where everybody the guilt lies on just about everybody. Um, and he cast such wonderful actors. It was it, it was just fantastic. You know Nawaz is what he is. He's good. He was good and serious man also. You know. Uh, that was an interesting film, but um, Nawaz doesn't go wrong usually. Um, but who else do you bring into the film? That that, that becomes interesting. Um, what else did I really like? I mean, the films that I mentioned in my list, I think E Valio is exceptional. It's it's one of the the smartest ideas, the unique ideas, and and you have a situation where. A, a poor migrant is humiliated, and you know th these things happen all the time. It's the, the the degradation of the human being, which is done in such a. Um, it's so real. It's it's devastating to watch. Really, um, I've loved Gamagar since I've I've seen it the first time. I've seen it like two three times. Even even but uh, this one, Ivalu, uh, I've seen I think three times at least. Yeah, I've seen it three times. So yeah, I mean these these are just wonderful. There was another film that um, it sort of did make it in in the rounds. Uh, it was in festivals last year. Um, it's called Essehi. It's a story about an old woman who uh, whose husband passes on, and then she decides to just change the way she's living, much to the shock and resentment of her family. Uh, it was uh, there's a guy called Kisle who directed it. Um, so. That was really good, and then 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 there are some really terrific uh, shows that we watched this year. Oh. Um, 
I mean, Scam 1992, I think it's, it's one of the, it's like an epic scales show. Uh, Patalok, you know, just was terrifying as hell. I loved, um, uh, I really enjoyed uh, Panchayat, for instance. Uh, then I tried catching up with, you know, I hadn't seen Mirzapur, so I saw Mirzapur part one. I then started to watch Mirzapur part two. I haven't gotten to it yet. And I think Mirzapur part one, I found the the acting and the directing and the situation they created. I thought that was really, very, very good. I found the substance wise, it was lacking. Uh, you know, a lot of people said it's a wannabe gangs of Wasipur in a way that it, it may be true. But, you know, they, they ca the, the, the casting was very good. And some of the, uh, all the performances, I think, across the board were just very good. Um, I saw a lot of stuff, by the way. I've seen over 400 films this year. So it's, I don't even know where to start. Um, so this is Hindi films, and I, I was making it. You know, I was looking at some of the uh, non-Hindi films also. Uh, it's been a very good year. Marathi cinema again. Um, Disciple. I don't know how many people have seen it because it's it's been leaked out. Um, I love Disciple. Um, there is, um, you know, I, I'll leave my non-Hindi films out right now because there are, there are a couple of. Uh, uh, films in the South I've liked a lot. There are a few Bengali films that I've, I've seen this year which are very good. I, I loved. Um, I saw Ahare, but that's not a film from this year. That's uh, from another uh, yeah. past year. Mm -hmm. uh, but Nirantor, Prologue, um, really, really, uh, I found it moving. And um, and then this film I saw with uh, Shobita Chatterjee, uh, Boron Bahadur, uh, uh, it was so much fun. It was it was a great satire, really well made. Um, and you know, more so, yeah, yeah. So, personally, we love Chippa because it's just a, such a simple film made, and like nowadays, we are so much uh, accustomed to like. Uh, complex stories and Chippa was like very heartfelt and it showed Calcutta in a very different light than what we see Calcutta. What you, said, you, said, you said Chippa? Chippa, Chippa. Yeah, Chippa, Chippa. yeah I saw Chippa last year. Yeah, yeah. Chippa is very sweet. I, uh, I showed Chippa at our film festival in 2019. Yes. Uh, mm. It was very, very sweet and I loved it and uh, and heartbreaking in the end, really. Yeah. Yes. And I love yes. the whole Calcutta night scene. I mean, the other Bengali film that I loved just Shockingly brilliant is um, Ronnie Sain's film. Gosh, what, what's it called? Oh, Cat, uh, Cat, Cat, Six. Cat Six. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I thought last year, so I, I can't list it this year as such. Uh, have you seen Shoran Jureer Bhut? No. I haven't seen no. it. I bet. You got to send me the list of the films you're mentioning. <laughs> It's from a new director. It's it's uh, really a dystopian tale. Uh, it's it's originating from rural Bengal, but it takes a dystopian turn. Oh it's, God, it sounds like bull bull to me. It's two horror stories. I see. Uh, bull, uh, did you like bull bull? I, <laughs> I look. I I I, I, I think the performance of bull bull very very good. I thought Raul Bose was really good. Um, I liked the, and I, I'm a big fan of Avinash Tiwari, and I'm so glad he's getting a chance. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if really liked it a lot. Uh, uh, we can say like uh, maximum people from Bengal like really hated the film because of its representation <laughs> of Bengalis. Mm -hmm. It's like very, very Devdas, like 
Bansali's Devdas yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> Bansali Devdas was much prettier to look at than this one. Bansali, <laughs> Devdas, was Bansali Devdas is horrible. I mean, I find that really over the top. Um, but uh, yeah. Bulbul was fine. I, I, I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah. Also, also, also the thing is that Padumbra uh, Chatterjee in Bulbul was the same character. And it has been like really typecast in this type from Kahani mm. to Bulbul. So that was one more reason yeah, yeah. for that. Yeah. Also, what about Thappar? Oh, I like Thappar a lot, by the way. I like Thappar a lot. And I thought in terms of what scene to pick from Thappar uh, for, uh, but I didn't come, come to think of any scene as such. And I think Thappar, by it is um, really strong and powerful. Um, I think Anubhav Sina's best work was Article 15, really. And I think Mulk also was really very, very good. So Thappar sort of is number three um, in that list. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, the fact that the woman decides that, you know, she says, well, he slapped me, he slapped me, and he should not have slapped me in public. And I want an apology. And people, are, you know, it's basically keep saying, what's the big deal? So well, he slapped you. Um, uh, yeah, Thapar was good. Mm -hmm. You like the Harakapur director here, Karak? Yeah, Karak, yeah, I saw Karak in 2002. I... Kadak yes. 2018. Yes. I loved Kadak. Oh, it was crackling and <laughs> crackling, so crackling. <laughs> I love Kadak. I saw it in 2018. Uh, yeah. they, they sent me a link, and then uh, this is before poor Rajat got uh, embroiled in the Me Too thingy. Mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah, I, I, I've seen Rajat Kapoor's new film also, RK slash. Yeah, the RK? crowdfunded one. The crowdfunded yeah. one. Oh. Yeah, RK slash RK also, which is basically it's good, but it sort of reminds me of Purple Rose of Cairo, uh, you know, the Woody Allen film. Um, <laughs> very similar the premise. Um, but Kadak is just absolutely delicious. And you know, I love um in the middle of it, it's such a huge cause. In the middle of it, Kalki arrives. <laughs> I, I saw her, I met her last year. Mommy, it was just hilarious with this French accent. She just keeps saying she's she feels the presence of a spirit there. Um, yeah, and you know, Ranveer Chori, um, he's a very fine actor and he can be very good sometimes. And he was very good in this, yeah. And it's a solid, awesome film, I think. Everyone is, yeah, it's perfect in it, yeah. And they were also dressed up for a Diwali party, there was something <laughs> yes. really cool about the beautiful about the film. And and and, and you know, frankly speaking, the first 10 minutes itself, when that guy Chandrachur, oh my uh, <laughs> And to yeah. lie, his name is right. Yes, yes. Yeah. Blows his brain. He's a fantastic actor who doesn't get much of a chance. You know, he was in Rajat's uh, Akhudeki. Mm -hmm. And he had a small role in Sir. Have you guys seen Sir? Oh, so yes, yes. Yes, 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 I've seen Sir. He I've plays uh, Vivek Gombar's uh, yes, friend. He says, Dude, you're sleeping yeah. with your maid. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, I, I liked Sir a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, even sir, I saw uh, last uh, year. Right? Yeah, early last year. Uh, I may have seen the first time, 2018 also. But I listed it because it was just released in theaters. So, I, I, um, sir, I, I really, really, and I've seen sir quite a few times. Uh, I think four or five times in different settings. One of the things that uh, uh, I uh, it was my opening night film at uh, New York Indian Film Festival in 2019. Uh, back in um, end May, April, so Rohina Gera had been, was there. One of the things she told me that I found it fascinating. She said she was very inspired by In the Mood for Love. 
So mm-hmm. all those scenes of these tight corridors that these two are walking by, and that creates a, so much more of a sexual te- tension. It's there throughout in the mood for them going up and down the steps, again the corridors, uh, um, the alleyways. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to create that 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 the, the, the tension that that comes from there if two people are attracted to each other. So, no, sir is very special and and. Uh, you know, we shouldn't break because I'm sure there are many people who still haven't seen it because even though it had a theatrical run, I'm hoping it'll be on OTT platforms pretty soon. Um, mm. Mm. You know, the way the film ends, it makes you feel very happy, uh, but you're, you're you're at the edge. It was the class issues that kept keeps you at the edge, really. Like, how is this going to happen? How is this going to work out, really? So we also we also loved uh, Megha Ramaswamy's What Are the Odds? It it was just a very yeah. charming, warm film, and yeah, it's it's beautifully done. I think I should I should mention it because Megha is going to come beat me up because she's a friend of mine. Actually, it, had, <laughs> it was quirky and it was really it had this fun quirkiness to it yes. throughout. I mean, when yeah. they're skipping the exams or they're going to different places, I mean, I'm, I'm forgetting some of the details, but. Uh, or Raj, that Rajeshri Deshpande moment in the lift. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just, two, just just this, this guy and the girl and and and, um, and you know, I, I thought there was just something very uh, lovely about them, uh, the playfulness and and the things that keep happening to them together. Uh, uh, yes, that. Uh, uh, what are the odds? That was good. One film that didn't work for me, I, I, mean, I, I really gave it, I, I thought Ludo didn't work for me at all. I thought there was way too much happening in Ludo. Same, same it, they could have quite easily have cut off one strand of the story. In fact, when I was watching Ludo, um, I watched like half an hour of it. That's what happens when you're watching at home. Then you take a break and then you start to... So I watched it and then I took a half an hour break and then I came back to it like maybe an hour later uh, or half an hour later. And then... Another standard story is going on. And a little while later, suddenly Rajkumar appears. And I said, oh my God, yeah, I forgot he was there in this film. They <laughs> keep, it's like, you know, they keep reminding you, in the end, of course, you know, that happens with this, this, this genre story. Everybody lands in the same place. Uh, it was just complete beyond madness here. It was just too much. I think the toggling between the various strands was very awkward. I, it was just not very fitting in very well, I, I was feeling. I just liked the senior nurse and Pankaj angle. Yes. That was beautiful. I yeah, loved. that was good. I found uh, I found Rajkumar Rao's character a bit too really annoying. It sort of reminded me of another character that I can't stand in Hindi cinema. Is I mean, as it is, I have a huge problem with Kangana as a person, as an actress. Everything about Kangana irritates me. Um, and one of the most annoying things that Kangana has done is the Tanu Manu films. I found that the, her Tanu character, um, it's sort of reminding me of Rajkumar Rao, this, this, this lapdog kind of a thing, like, you know, being just at the, well, in, in Tanu Manu, it was not her, it was, you know, she was treating the uh, Madhavan, uh, his name is right, Maddie, uh, hmm. his character so badly, it was just annoying. Um, and, and 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 the fact that human beings stoop to that level, I guess there are people like that. Um, Did you like the Sania and uh, Aditya Roy Kapoor that plot track? No. Same. Yeah, it just didn't. Yeah, that one should have been deleted. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. Even you know, they're good people, Yari, but as actors, they don't. <laughs> 
as actors they don't they don't impress me i i just uh, yeah. i've seen sanya in many films now and she doesn't she needs to really really break out of uh, she's way too of a this shy inward character aditya roy kapoor as an actor doesn't do anything for me at all actually i had not seen anything of his until i saw ludo and i realized uh that didn't you like sanya in photograph like photograph yeah yeah i liked her photograph um i like photograph for other reasons um a lot of people you know that i think if there was one weak link to the idea of the photograph it was her character how she just goes along with this guy uh and many people have told me and asked me this question we had this conversation after we saw photograph i'd seen it before berlin and it was shown in berlin um they were like what's her motivation why did she go along with this guy and i kind of said kind of understand because of the way her family was treating her that this was her first way to step out of the mold and and be herself um you know photograph worked for me uh, it's obviously not uh, ritesh's strongest film um you know he's he keeps going back to the idea of lonely souls basically and lonely in a big city kind of a thing which he did exceptionally exceptionally well in lunchbox but even you know couple have of you, have english, you seen his other films so yeah, yeah yeah so even in the english films also whether it is uh, our souls at night and also that one with uh, charlotte rampling uh, mm-hmm. they're basically stories about lonely people uh, he did sort of deals with them in different ways and i mean you know both um, the british film and and then this american film our souls at night the, the source was not ritesh's own writing they, they were based on well known books but yeah mm. i've seen his work mm. okay so um of all the festivals you have attended either virtually or semi physically which films absolutely grabbed your attention and the ones we should look out for whenever they arrive this year i didn't attend any physical festivals it was all virtual okay. uh, other than um i just helped program which was the, the festival you attended uh, the driving thing the new york indian film festival yeah so you can say that was the physical thing so i went to for two drive in screenings um one was a um uh, 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 petzol the, the 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 german filmmaker his film undine it's called it doesn't work very well i think it was shown in berlin before that and i couldn't go to berlin because i was uh, i had a surgery around that time but uh, the other drive in film i saw was french exit with michelle oh, pfeiffer uh, pfeiffer yeah um, how was that that was lovely that was lovely I actually had a press link to it, so I'd already seen it. And then this friend of mine, uh, these three friends of mine were going, so I went in the car with them. So I started the drive-in also. So you know, drive-in has its own charms, and you know, you're sitting with friends and everything else. But it's really, and you you can see. And both the time we were able to take the car quite in, absolutely in front, so this, there was no car in front of us. That was uh, our, our view was sort of uh, quite clear, but. it's still not being in a movie theater um, you know the sound comes out of your radio car radio it's you know it it's it's it, 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 it's fun and it was the best option for that uh, other than there was no other option but yeah all the other festivals i've attended um, uh, were virtual now i i was just telling you that i just uh, finished programming with uh, it, it was called the iview human rights uh, film festival 
and our opening night was held in an open air amphitheater in gurgaon Um, yeah. So I went for that uh, funny boy, and then they had two other screenings inside theaters. I didn't go for them because I'd seen them. So Sir was shown inside a theater, and um, Pakistan's official entry for the Oscars, Zindagi Tamasha, was also shown in, in, inside the theater on this mm-hmm. past Sunday. So I didn't go. Uh, people have been going inside theaters, I know, and um, I just wanted to avoid it. But to answer your question, what are the films to look forward to? And what did you think of Funny Boy? I just let me just ask. quickly funny boy is good funny boy is, is i i think is deepa mehta's uh, perhaps her strongest work in a long time um i read the book in the 1990s when it came out and i remember liking mm. it a lot um yeah. what she does really beautifully well in funny boy is a recreating the era the late 70s early 80s colombo um and this well to do tamil family and um sort of these these huge bungalow kind of houses um, music and 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 families sort of surrounded themselves and then the story of this little boy and it starts off with he's a little boy and he wants to dress up as a bride and he doesn't understand why he has to play games with other boys and then it becomes it's essentially a coming of age story about uh, this this guy so the 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 gay sexuality part in funny boy is very very well handled very tenderly very well handled um she doesn't shy away from him i mean it's a, it's a canadian production so you know she didn't have any issues making what she, i mean uh, the way she wanted to make it um although you know canada homosexuality uh, not canada sri lanka homosexuality is still banned um there was a lot of controversy that film has faced uh, from some oh. tamils who haven't even seen the film by the way so one of the difficult things that she had the, the, the casting was a big challenge for her because she just couldn't get um uh, you know good tamil actors who wanted to do play some other roles including even the gay uh, roles um uh, uh well one character one gay character is tamil the other is sinhalese so she actually then ended up casting whoever she could including uh the father's role is played by a pakistani canadian actor and the father's sister's role played by a indian uh, canadian actor she's a sikh that i couldn't tell because she was very convincing um so you know seema vishwas plays the mother now unfortunately i cannot tell uh, accents so one of the complaints was that the, the south asian indian and pakistani actors who were playing the the tamil accent was terrible i don't know but having said that you know what the problem in sri lanka is that you know there's been over 10 years since they've had peace uh, so called peace after the you know decades of civil war um, i think that country needs to move forward if, if the tamils and the sinhalese have to live together um i don't see there's anything wrong if a sinhalese plays a tamil's role or a tamil plays a sinhalese role that's the only way you know you can represent uh a national identity a national characters really um but funny boy had had some very beautiful lovely moments in it um the riot scenes and so i am i am very interested to see especially who plays radha aunty because she was absolutely riveting in the book So I'm, I want to so see. Radha Aunty is played by this this woman who's I didn't even know she's she's actually a Sikh Canadian. <laughs> I actually believed uh, I was so believed that she you know that she was she was Tamil Tamil, uh, which uh, and she's she's actually very good Radha Aunty. Radha Aunty is very good. This actress Nimmi, her name is plays the role of the mother. She was very good. The two boys are fantastic. Um, 
Archie and who's Archie's uh, boyfriend's name. I've seen it twice the film actually. It's, it's really sad because it's it's streaming on Netflix in the US and um, and um, people can't see it in India still at least. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, have you seen the biggest film Nomadland that we yeah, yeah. talked about? How is it like? Twice. <laughs> I can count how many times I've seen it. Uh, Nomadland is absolutely stunning, stunning, stunning. I saw it at the. Uh, 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 something went wrong with his uh, uh, phone. Um, yeah, I first saw it at the Toronto Film Festival and then I saw it at the New York Film Festival uh, online on my laptop. Um, beautiful, quiet. Uh, really heartbreaking um and then it's this it's this woman's journey basically she basically she likes to she likes her way of life basically that she lives alone um on her own in her trailer uh, camper um and it captures this this whole lifestyle of these people because we, we meet many of them in fact many of them are playing themselves really uh, they live in middle of america uh, they move from city to city. They move from camp to camp. They move from job, job to job. Um, right at the very beginning of the film, uh, Francis McDormand's um, character runs into a, a lady she knows and her children, and she's known them for a while. And the little girl says to this uh, Francis McDormand, she says, oh, I, I, mom, mom tells me you're homeless. And Francis McDormand says, no, I'm not homeless. I don't have a home. There's a big difference. She chooses not to have a home. Her home is this this uh, um, RV truck, the camper. Uh, you will not see a more beautifully shot film. The way it captures the vast cinema, you know, it's like it it, it hits you. The parts of America I've never been to. Um, middle of America is so gorgeous and beautiful, and different seasons and sunsets and sunrises, and then you know. Um, you know, standing over some these rock forma formations like mini Grand Canyons, um, the, the 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 music, um, um, the compositions, the piano pieces that that uh, play very often, uh, very haunting. And Frances McDormand herself. I mean, she is um, so she's in her early sixties, and she's I mean, she's always good. But you know, here she's very quiet and very introspective, very meditative, and the film get, takes a meditative tone. And you know, we watch everything through her eyes, or we watch her face all the time, and and we see the world through her face and her eyes. Uh, no Man's Land is just unbelievable. Have you seen Thomas Winterberg's Another Round? Yeah, uh, lovely film. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a big fan. Of, you've seen Thomas Winterberg's other films? Yeah, I've, I've seen Hunt, The Hunt. You should try and get Celebration. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Celebration was one of the first films I, of his I'd seen, and I think it won a top award. That's how we got to know him. Um, and in fact, Hunt and Celebration have kind of similar thing. The thing about child molestation in 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 Hunt, there's a doubt. In Celebration, it's a family getting together, and then one uh, and and you know they've been all been quiet about how the father. Uh, sexually molested, practically all his children, all of them, whatever, some of them. Um, then he made a film called Com Commune, uh, which is also 
Uh, I brought in, saw it in Berlin or something like that. You guys can look for it. Uh, another round is, is, a, is a fantastic film because it, 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 you know, it starts off as a comedy. And it's very funny for a, up to a point because there are the, the, these four men and they're very dull and they're bored with their lives and nothing is working out for them. Um, they, they don't feel motivated. They're all teaching in the same school. And they rely that, you know, getting having a little bit of drink in their, in their system, uh, a little bit of alcohol in their blood basically uh, makes their days go by. And they, they definitely become much more interested. The, the students are absolutely delighted just by the energy level they bring in. But it's a very serious film about alcoholism eventually. Um, it's very well done and it's quite, quite possibly should win the best international film Oscar. Um, you know, I'm surprised actually no film of Thomas Winterberg has won an Oscar. And um, he, uh, this one especially because it has a, it has a, it has a very, um, it has a very likable uh, sort of a populist sort of a tone to it at the beginning and then becomes a sad thing. And Mad, 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 Mad Mickelson also, I mean, the, the, such a performer uh, who's only now being, you know, uh, I mean, he, he's been known in the West for a while, but, you know, he needs some more recognition. Did you watch Even Ayers film, Yeah, I've seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen oh. Maestro, yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I saw Maestro when it was shown at the Venice Film Festival. I I registered for the Venice Film Festival, the the, uh, the press thingy, and uh, but they actually were having a physical festival, and I just had no ways to go to Venice. And in any case, I had plans to go to New York uh, around that time. So we watch anyway, but they, they they shared the link with some people. I think Milestone is just absolutely stunning, 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 stunning. It's it's I think a much stronger film. Um, it's, it's maybe a slightly smaller story than Sony. You guys have seen Sony, right? Uh, uh, but it is just just the heart of the whole story, looking at the lives of these truck drivers and how they just go these long, long distances and the loneliness of the truck drivers. And this older guy, and um, there's a great tragedy that follows him. This tragedy is befallen on him. So I won't give you give you away. He's a fantastic actor. He's he's from he's from Chandigarh. He hasn't he's done some Punjabi films, but nothing significant that we would have known. Or maybe they're big, but we we haven't seen. I mean, the significant Punjabi films. Wasn't he the person Gurvinder's film? He was there, I think. He was a Chauthi Yes. So yes. So later I discovered that he was actually the 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 house where the the cops come. So he was in Chauthi Kut. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, I remember reading about that. And then there's a, a young newcomer actor who. Um, uh, yeah, Lakshvir Saran. Lakshvir yeah. Saran. Yeah, yeah. You guys are better with names. I'm forgetting the names. Who is sort of challenges this fellow? So you know, it's like you know, the, the youth is taking over older people's jobs, etc. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I didn't know that just out, out outskirts of Delhi. In fact, I think around where the farmers are right now striking in that area, there's a place called Sanjay Gandhi Transport Nagar. I didn't even know about it. So in fact, one passes by every time you go anywhere North India towards Punjab, towards uh, Haryana. Uh, and it, it is the biggest transport trucking hub of Asia. And a large part of the film is set there. They've also set the film in this time of the year, December. In fact, they shot it 
gosh, it's less than a year. They shot it early January, February, and then they edited the whole film uh, and did the whole production while the pandemic was on. He edited it himself, and then you know the sound design and the color, the music and the color correction, etc., was done by other people. By which time he had shown a cut of the film to Venice, and they wanted it, so it was all done in 2020. This film. Uh, but because it was shot at that time of the year, I mean, right now, so it's quite hazy and 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 you know, well, between the pollution of Delhi and 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 and, and the fog, and a lot of the film has that grey look to it, uh, which makes it very effective. The mood of the film sort of uh, is enhanced by that. Uh, Meal Patthar is lovely. It's 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 a very special film. As is, by the way, Disciple. We haven't talked about Disciple. Uh, We'll we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, sir, what according to you were some uh, stellar, captivating performances this year, uh, both in series and uh, in national in films? Other than the ones you wrote, obviously. Yeah. Other than the ones you wrote. So, You know, I, it's, when I was watching Patal Lok, not Patal Lok, I'll come to that in a second. When I was watching Scam, uh, Scam 1992, um, you know, this Prati Gandhi character who was playing uh, Harshad Mehta, I kept wondering where I've seen it. After I saw the show uh, over a period of three days or something, I was in New York when I watched it, I discovered that um, I'd seen Prati Gandhi in two Gujarati films. Um, One's a real fun film, which actually uh, Anurag Kashyap's uh, Phantom produced, called uh, I think it's called Wrong Turn Raju. It's 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 a very entertaining commercial film. It's by this guy called uh, uh, Mikhail Mikhail. He'll hate me that I'm not pronouncing his name properly. He made this uh, uh, Hindi film called Made in China. Ha ha ha. And then I'd seen him in another Gujarati film before that, uh, Abeyar. Hmm. Um, what have been the captivating? You know, if I had to really in Indian cinema itself, if I had to sort of say like four or five major significant performances, I think Shardul Bhardwaj in Ibaleu um, stands out as you know it's a kind of a performance. It's it's, it's so there's so much heart and sadness in his performance. Um, I wrote about um, Vikrant Macy because I think Vikrant Macy, especially when he does these quieter uh, internal performances, and which is what uh, Cargo is about. Um, I actually even like Vikrant Macy in that uh, um, Chapak. Uh, yeah. He was very charming in that. Um, so, what have been other stellar performances? You guys tell me, and then I'll 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 I'll, I'll, I'll respond to that. Uh, I love Tilottama Shom in Chintuka birthday. Okay, no, I like I like Tilottama Shom a lot in in Sir. Uh, <laughs> we'll first talk about Sir. I I like Tilottama Shom a lot, lot in Sir. Um, Chintuka birthday is good. It's uh, you know uh, it's a little a tad bit. It's a tad bit naive, but it, it has a good heart to it. Well, not the film, just her performance. Yeah, okay, but her performance was also okay. If you compare that to her performance in uh, in Sir, especially, but yeah. 
also also loved Ilarun in Rata Keli Hai. Yes, but that I wrote about that. I mean, that I I was watching it and I was taking screenshots. Oh my God, that scene when she says that she says, "Kabi to achhi tarah se baat kaliya karo, tumhare papa kitne pyaar se." Then the way she says, "Hame unki yaad itni aati hai." Heartbreakingly beautiful. You know, the mothers can talk that way, and, and it's a very small role. But um, um, I just saw. Ilaro uh, in another film, uh, uh, I saw Govind Alani's Party, which was in the oh. mid eighties. Um, uh-huh. uh-huh. And so, I mean, one has seen her in different things. I mean, she she did that mad- song with Madhuri Dixit. Choli ke piche kya hai also. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she was very good. What, what else did you guys like? I I loved Konkona. I like Konkona in everything she does. So I loved her in uh, Dolly Kitty or Samakta Sitarit. Though I am not a big fan of the film, I felt again Alankrita's problem is uh, some, somehow the some, the messaging and the content it's drowned in. It gets too crowded. I feel in all her films. So, but yeah, I love Konkona. You know the messaging, although it it, it gets drowned here um, in lipstick under the burqa. Which was equally crowded, actually more crowded because there were four parallel tracks going on. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the messaging came much more stronger there. But I love Konkana yeah. and everything, and Konkana in a two-minute role in Cargo. Have you seen Cargo? Uh, two uh, minutes uh, role, uh, man. She just start. You can start. You start to weep watching her. She's <laughs> she's so fantastic. Yeah. I don't think Konkana's done anything else uh, except for the, the Dolly Kitty Chawat ke sitare. I don't think so. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. No, 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 no. She, she, she will. She was trying to do a camera. That series got. Huh, she's yeah, trying to make a CD. Yeah. But that got cancelled or something. She's doing her next Bengali film with her mother. Yeah, that's. It, it, it's going to be a Bengali film? And her mother's yeah. acting in it? No, no, no. directing her next film, which Konkuna will be in. It's I Working on a script for her own film, for I've been hearing about that for a while now. Yes, yes, that's that's mm-hmm. also there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Also, Shubhadeep, oh, did you like any? Yeah, go ahead. Shubhadeep, Shubhadeep, go. Yes, uh, sir. Did you watch the recent anthology called Pava Kadaigal? Which one? Pava Kadaigal. <laughs> it's a Netflix anthology. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. I guess. <laughs> Oh, the Tamil anthology with Tamil Vetri anthology, Vetri uh, Maran, Vasudev Menon. No. Uh, okay, there was a performance that I wanted to talk about there. Really? You know what I found? The performance is very good. I thought the film was oh, uh, it was okay. Did you guys see See You Soon? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. And I, I, you know, Fahad Fazil is just <laughs> He's a comedian. He's exceptional in whatever he does. And I, you know, I, I want to see more of his stuff. But you know, Roshan Matthew, somebody who I, I guess everybody, but I just discovered him exactly a year ago when Muthan. I saw uh, Muthan yeah. for the first time in Toronto in September. And since then, he has been in I think at least four films. Uh, he was in another uh, Malayalam film which I have not seen. Kapila. Kapila. Yeah, Kapila. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. But he was a choke uh, because Anurag Kashyap discovered that he actually lives in Bombay and he speaks Hindi very well. Um, but the scenes between the two of them, I mean, even the father has it's got many more years of um, uh, acting experience. The they were like two veterans. There's some great scenes between the two of them. I mean, you know, the tension, the argument, I and mean, they, they play cousins. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that that was one of the best parts of the film. But you know, it reminded me so much of 
the style of the filmmaking. Did you guys see uh, this Indian American filmmaker Anish searching the film he made? Anish Chaganti searching. Yeah. Yeah. Searching. yeah. Yes. Yes. We have seen that. But uh, but even the girl. Yeah, he stole the show for us. She was like she overpowered both of the performances, which is like the most impossible thing. Oh, the girl who plays Anu. Yeah, yeah, she's very good. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Any other performance? I I love Kumud Mishra in Thappar. Thappar. Kumud Mishra is good in everything, yar. Kumud Mishra is a very very fine actor, but again, um. You know their roles in Article 15. That one scene in Article 15, and I actually talked to Anubhav, and he said one of his favorite scenes with Kumud Mishra, and I forget who the other cop is. You know, Manoj Baba. Manoj Baba, yeah, yeah. And they're both standing in the middle of the road with their cars, you know, police vans, jeeps everywhere, and the and the camera sort of goes around them. The tension that develops between them, yeah. You know, I was very disappointed. Have you guys seen um, Suitable Boy? Oh yes. Oh, I was disappointed. Oh, okay, you guys didn't like it. I actually, I'm very very favorable towards the scene, but I thought Manoj Power was really bad. He was a caricature. Oh, it's just nauseating here. But but the other, you know, to me. The best thing about the show was how it it creates that that era of the early 1950s India. Just these people between the homes, the production design, the costumes that they got, you know, the actors, the way the men wear these high pants, the saris the women wear, the blouses. They just carry you into this mood, and you feel like you are actually living in that time period. And but but I think if if Miranar had written it herself or some other Indian had writer would have written it, I would have I think it would have been a bit more authentic. Maybe, maybe those are limitations because it was the the show came to her with the script already written, although she worked on them again. So that is one of the things. In fact, of all the publications, the Indie Wire when it reviewed it just recently because it just opened in the US early December. At the end of the review, they said next time hire an Indian writer. <laughs> but having said that, man, what a brilliant cast she she the ensemble cast. I mean, and then to put like a young actor like Ishan Khatta with a with a woman who's double his age, the chemistry between the the two of them, um, each of the men that um, uh, Tanya, the actress uh, Lata Mehra, you know, uh, that, that she works with. Um, I I I thought Shahana Goswami was just absolutely. Oh my God, she she you know she had that real that oomph sort of a you know personality. She was fantastic. I I didn't like the actor who played Lata's mother. She was very. So you know. No, I know her very well. She lives in New York. But you have to understand. You know that role is supposed to be. She's supposed to be like this slightly quirky, quirky kind of a woman. You know, some of the English they would speak. Many people had issues with that, but that's that's what this 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 class of people after the British had left felt that they had become the the brown sabs, the babus, you know, brown sabs. And then that's the English they spoke. But Mahira Kakkar, who plays the mother, even in the book which I read. Twenty plus years ago, 
you know she's she's a almost a nut case of a woman uh, very nagging annoying sometimes very likable um and she's she's there you know so you can like her or not but i, I, I thought she was she was very good i, I you know uh, what's her name uh, rasika dugal is lovely yeah. uh, yeah. ram kapoor uh, the role he plays yeah. mahesh kapoor so he was fantastic ram and and uh, vijay verma who i i you know been a big strong fan of it for a very long time he's finally now in the last years uh, two years since since he was in gali boy uh, he's really good in it uh, so but, but you were telling about the brown sahibs but the thing is that in the series even the normal people on the streets the protesters in one scene they were all talking in english but that thing i don't think that is factually correct see the problem becomes so you know those are you have these limitations now it, we have to understand the show was made by bbc for bbc yeah, audiences yeah. that was the primary reason and hence it was first of all shown on bbc hmm. after which it came to india two months later and now it's gone to america and the thing is that as much as possible you know i i, I don't have to make excuses but it's also true that this is the first time bbc has done a show with only brown actors there's not a oh, single oh. white actor you know even lagan had two white actors or something you know yeah. uh, so <laughs> you know not, not even the background you, you don't see any any white actor uh, subtitling becomes a big issue that was the, that was a big struggle that danny boyle had when he was making um slum dog uh, because if you remember slum dog at the beginning has subtitling and then he had to drop the subtitling because he knew that if he's going to appeal to a larger audience in america usually films don't work with subtitles i mean sometimes they do i mean i give you example of crouching tiger hidden dragon made more than 100 million us dollars was a big success in the us and it was completely totally subtitled in the, in the chinese language but subtitling becomes an issue americans don't like dubbed things you see in europe also depends on country to country in italy in spain they can watch dub things but you know other countries don't like dubbed things so yeah it looks odd to see some some street vendor who's selling paan or something like that uh speaking in english um, just not not uh, not to add more negative comment to the series one more thing is that um with passage wing this year don't you think this this kind of a treatment to the series took the conversation 20 years backwards when we are again feeding them with english conversations and not giving them the subtitles which which they were sort of uh, on the verge of accepting with the wearing of parasite the whole new conversation with uh, with hulu famously not giving uh, not dubbing parasite in america don't you think the conversation went back 20 years No, you're right about it. I, I, you know, I, I'm, I don't know a lot of what I'm telling you is just my own. I'm not saying that I've, I've had this discussion with Mira to understand why um, she didn't, didn't subtitle more of the film. Um, but you know, again, we talk about BBC. We're not talking about some big British studio or a big Hollywood studio, um, and BBC is seen by. perhaps by different audience there are older white people sitting in their homes and uh, i don't know <laughs> you know the thing is that what you know and the, the other thing is that it's just us indians we are the ones who are troubled by those accents mm-hmm. danny boyle couldn't hear the difference between the accent of you know the, the, the three jamal zikas each each of them had different accents i mean uh, dev patel was struggling 
at that time. He was, was no, he was a young kid. He was only 17 years old. He had never done a big film. He had never done a film. He done some TV series, Skin. He was struggling with trying to hide his British accent by coming up with the Bombay accent. Then you had a middle Jamal who was this really upper class Bombay kid who spoke with a very public school English medium accent. And then you had this the, the first Jamal who was literally like somebody picked up from Tharvi who would learn. But Danny Boyle couldn't hear that because these their ears are just not trained to get the differences in nuances. We can tell immediately and we can say, my God, this is so awkward. It's so jarring. But are we the first market? And that's why, you know, I, I, I you know, well, that, it, some of the accent bothered me. Of course, it bothered me. But I think within like 15, 20 minutes into um, the first episode itself of Suitable Boy and the fact that I was seeing that it was very hurriedly condensed version of the book, you know, many characters are, 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 are missing, you know, that uh, Man's friend Feroz, in the book, he had a twin, Imtiaz. Mm -hmm. So they just mm -hmm. did away with it. many other characters. And many characters are brought in much quicker. Kabir is brought in right at the beginning of the first episode, middle of the first episode. But just the way the the ambience that Mira Nair creates, um, I was completely hooked into it. That you know, that, that scene where Tabu is sitting and singing the Ghazal, the holy night. Uh, yeah. it, I, I was like completely floored by the film by then, and it was only we were only in fifteen minutes into the show. <laughs> and uh, what did you think of Savannah Asmi's performance in Kali Kovi? I haven't seen it. I, oh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Is it okay. good? I like her, of course, but the film was terrible. Primarily Shabana, because the writing was very weak. Shabana Asmi can just sneeze, yeah. and she looked good. <laughs> you know, I know Shabana <laughs> fairly well, well, professionally, I know her. Um, I, I'm not saying that when you meet her one-on-one -on -one basis, she's acting or something like that. But it, it doesn't take much for Shabana to be excellent. It's like Meryl Streep. You know, how do you get Meryl Streep to act badly? That, that's Shabana. Um, I saw Shabana in a, in a short film just recently called Sheer Korma. Have you heard of Sheer Korma? Oh, yes. yes. Um, with uh, Swara Bhaskar oh. and with uh, Divya Dutta. Divya Dutta, yeah. Oh. Hmm. is so good in it. <laughs> Even the film is full of flaws. It's like this over the top, overdone, <laughs> Bollywoodish kind of a film, and uh, the ending is just absolutely laughable. Uh, Shivana is so good. You know, it doesn't take much for Shivana to. But I haven't seen the other film. No. Also, to continue with that, what are some of the performances that you didn't like this year? See, you know, I'm so troubled. I mean, my, my, I was trying to see <laughs> if there are any notes I had or something. I should have, I should have made some notes. Um, so you guys are Bengali. So I'll tell you, you know, uh, Prashanti's performance in Nirantar. <laughs> you guys are laughing. Why? <laughs> You are you no. laughing at me? No. no, no, no. <laughs> then what? Speak, come on, challenge me. No, we didn't like him, of course. He, really? He, he he has he's trying to get out of his superstar persona, but he has yeah. not done that. He has done it in two three films, but he's still like the last big hero of Bengal, like the. Yeah, but he doesn't. Two. You do 
don't see a superstar at all. You see a just a regular ordinary guy. I mean, I, I know about a superstar persona, um, but you see just a. I think with you guys, since you've seen him in way more films than I've seen him in many many films also, including Hindi films also. I've seen it, um, okay. uh, and I've seen him in you know Joker Bali, and he was he's been in so many um, Ritupano Ghosh's films. He was in Dosar. Uh, but he comes across as like a very regular office employee you know and the way he mistreats his his junior and then the, the shock that he has to deal with um with the guy's death and then and then we don't even know that know uh, the first half of the film he has a big tragedy at home itself his mother his wife is going through depression and i i, I liked him uh and anything here other than kushindi No, it was a good performance for you. But then, any crushing disappointment you experienced, as far as acting is concerned. Ah, huh. ah. I don't know. Crushing disappointment. Ah, uh, give me a hint. What did you guys think of? We we hated Bulbul. Everything about Bulbul we hated. Uh, except the music and cinematography. We like. But I thought Rahul Bose was really. I mean, I haven't seen Rahul Bose for so long. Uh, was, uh, yeah. our main problem with Bulbul because the uh, where he is uh, beating his wife, that scene didn't just didn't work for us. He was sitting and watching yeah, it. Was yeah, that was like over the top and full nineteen eighteen Bollywood. Yeah, but I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, the the story of Bulbul, I you know I can't handle these ghost stories. I mean, you know, it's like. And, and it 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 is it's claimed to be a Bengali folklore, but it's not. It's nothing like a Bengali folklore. It's just in your yeah, face, in your face. Yeah. Bulbul did. Uh, you know, I, I like. I, I thought Avinash Tiwari had a very nice presence as as an actor. I thought he was very good. Uh, but he didn't have something made much to do in the film. In Bulbul, I didn't have much to do. I think. Perhaps have you seen him in a film called Lela Majnu, which nobody has seen? Yeah, 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 of course. He's he really good. Actor, of course, yeah, he's, he's a great actor. Of course. Yeah, which I think you know, more work is not needed, but he's very good in that. Okay. So yeah. performances. Let me, you know, off the top of my head, if I can think of performances that stood out this year, uh, I, you know, it's it's the, I think Patalok. Just everyone is so so good in it. Um, <laughs> everyone and and. Um, You know, especially these the, the two characters who really shine in 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 the uh, 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 episode three, Abhishek Banerjee and that uh, Jagjit Sandhu, his name is, who plays the role of uh, ha, ha. the Punjabi character. Um, he's he's I think his name is Jagjit Sandhu. He's 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 been in a bunch of Deepa Mehta's films. He's a Chandigarh-based actor. He was in a film called Mesanpur. You yes, guys, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We have seen an interview yeah. with him. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He plays that he's singing songs in a yeah, in the yeah. bar in the uh-huh. center. Yeah. Okay. Uh, huh. If yeah, you have I, anything more to add. Yeah, I, I can't think of any other performances that really blew my mind. You know, Nawaz is always good. Uh, Did you like Serious Man? I thought Serious Man was very interesting. I I I I I I. I, 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 I I, I I like the idea of the, and and especially this this questioning of um, you know how we we sort of treat 
you know, when it's Dalits or, or, or some other people who've had, who, who've had um, harder times in life, basically, and how, because of society, we sort of treat them as, as, as like at, at a different le level kind of a thing. And the fact that he's a Dalit man and he's like so gung-ho on making sure that his son uh, rises up. Um, yeah, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, but, but my problem with Sergisman was that spoiler alert, first of all. At the end, the professor saves them from like custody or something of the sort. But isn't yeah. the same like the upper caste coming and saving the lower caste? It's the same thing all over again. That's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. I like the actress in uh, the, yeah. the actress. Yeah. Who's Yes. Oh, no. Indira, her name is Indira. Indira, Indira. Yes, yes. Do you know what her last name is? No, I can't remember. Indira, Indira. Yes, Indira. I saw her in a Hindi film which uh, Suman Mukhopadhyay directed. Yes, called, yes. Called uh, Captive yeah, Brother Man. Captive. Huh. Yeah. Um, she's very oh, good. She's a very you fine. Have seen that? Oh, yes. Okay. How is it? How is it film? I liked her a lot. Okay. Um. What's the guy's name? His name is Tanmay, right? The actor? Yeah, Tanmay. Tanmay. He's a really cool actor. I mean, I saw him in Garbage. And of course, before that, I mean, I didn't even recognize when I saw Garbage that he had also he was also in Brahmin Raman. He was completely unrecognizable in Brahmin Raman. Garbage was like... Oh, God. But, but, but... I'll only diss Bengali films and Bengali filmmakers, okay? <laughs> uh, but 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 Tanmay is a fantastic actor, and and this is this is this is, uh, and I think it's maybe Suman's first film in Hindi. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot, but then first Hindi film. This is a story about two two characters who quite by chance meet and and just like a day or two in their lives, uh, rather well handled. Is it a liar's dice? Which one? Liar's hmm? dice. No, liars, dice. liars dice, yeah, it's not liars dice. A while back, oh, why? It's like liars dice. It's like that. Not, not necessarily. I mean, liars dice is these two characters who are just they have a goal that they're going. They have to head in the same direction. Um, okay. In this, uh, Tanmay's character, I, I want to give away, but you know, we could yeah. while he's he's really good to her uh, for, <laughs> for 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 a while. You're not sure if he's using her or is she safe with him or not. So, yeah. um, I think Lies Dice, I mean, to me, the journey itself made a huge difference in the film. Mm. Did you guys see mm. Mutan? Mutan is this year's film or last year's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's last year's. Yeah. But came on. Yeah. Okay. Moving on, uh, yeah. recently you wrote an article questioning uh, the choice of the Indian entry to the Oscars, that is Charlie Kattu. Could you elaborate more on the selection process, how the jury for the selection is set up, and what truly constitutes a stellar choice that can reverberate across cultures, geographies? So, I, I don't know how these uh, these juries work internally, uh, because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not privy to that. That's information that's not shared. Uh, there's a there's a quasi I, I think it's a it's 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 not it's an organization that's got nothing to do with the Indian government as such. It's called the Film Federation of India, I think that's what it's called, um, and it's 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 uh, organized run by 
the film industry itself, the producers of film industry. So there is that kind of a thing. Every year, they, they probably invite jury members. Um, some clearly go again. Again, Rahul, uh, uh, Rahul Raiwal, his name is right. He was the head of the jury this year. Huh. A, few, a few years ago, he happened to be in the jury and he resigned because he was upset at the way um, Amol Palikar handled the jury. So, you know, the, it's, it's one of those people who, you know, people who've got nothing else to do, nothing going in their lives, basically. Um, and then also it's the question of, we're not looking at every possible film because the films, you know, the producers and directors have to submit their film. So if they forget to submit their film, um, and there, there's obviously a huge submission fee if they can't afford it or something like that. Films just miss the chances. I still remember Sanjay Suri, who produced I Am for only telling me that they had forgotten to submit I Am. I'm not saying that I Am. I mean, it's, it's, it's a very interesting film. It's got some really good moments. And I'm not saying it would have made it won an Oscar or something. But um, so, you know, some filmmakers don't I mean, like, you know, Amir Khan was notorious for not entering his films into any competition. So Amir Khan's had this big problem with the Filmfare Award, the National Award, and you know he, he's already made it very clear that you cannot nominate me. I'm not going to. So, so Amir, the films that he produced, Peepli Live or the Dhobi Guard, you know those are not submitted. Um, anyway, so there were about 26 films in the running. I mean, God, there were many, many more than 26 films made in India, and I'm sure there was far so many other better films, uh, so many other really good films we know of, and then there's. Uh, people make their own choice and my biggest problem with this jury is that they've done this the second time is that they don't look beyond I mean maybe Jelly Katu is the better made film than and, than Disciple I mean I, I have to really really think about that when I make that statement because I like Jelly Katu a lot and Disciple is such a different film that we really it's not fair to just compare these two films also and Disciple has such a it's such an internal film about classical Indian music and about a man's journey and a man's realization that he's a failure, he's not going to succeed, and then for him to give up everything like that. Um, but, you know, what these people don't think about is that when you send a film, there are between 90 to 100 films every year. And there are way too many films submitted. There are way too many good films. I mean, I can right now itself, while talking to you, give names of at least 10 films, which I think are very, very deserving. You know, that, that, that definitely should uh, be in the top five. Uh, it's a crowded field. The other thing, by the way, happens, and it, I think that Google is happening again. The Academy, when you have 90 films or 95 films or whatever it is, they break the, um, uh, you know, they, 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 they ask Academy members to volunteer, first of all. And it's almost always the older retired members of the academy because they got no work to do. Now, of course, during the pandemic season and now, of course, also not many people are working. I mean, you know, some films are uh, back and shooting. But anyway, retired people have this. So they, they, they first see the films themselves. And then, you know, what they do is they narrow it down, narrow it down to, to you know, a, a list that a lot of people watch. Uh, larger, And then they have... They come up with a uh, what what one can say is a short list, which is nine films, ten or nine films, and then th that gets uh, cut down to five, which are the nominated films as such. In the process, and I like to believe, I, I, you know, this is something I've, I've 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 read about. I've talked to a lot of people. When you have so many films, you have 
these not because they're older people as well, but any even young people, you know, for them to be able to focus on um, new films, focus on uh, different films from different uh, regions, different parts of the world, subtitled, different. Um, they have to, you know, you have to stay awake. You have to watch all these films. You stay awake, and you have to. Earlier, what used to happen was actually they would have screenings in a theater, so you couldn't actually fall asleep, and you had to walk when you when you couldn't walk out. Also, when you leave, they would mark that you had seen the film. Now they're going to be watching them at home. Um, so what I'm trying to say is, it's films that, that that are making a lot more noise that everyone's talking about. Why is everyone talking about another round, for instance? It's films that come from major film festivals. The last two years, the film that won the uh, the Top international foreign film, Roma won the top award in Venice. Uh, Parasite won the top award in in Cannes. And practically every year, if you look at it, the films have gone to Berlin or one of the other festivals of usually Cannes or you know shoplifters, salesmen. They come from these top. So, so right from the very beginning, they are the front runners. And I'm not necessarily saying they are the best films. Sometimes some of the, some of the better films are even forgotten about. I mean, Parasite was very, very good, but I'm pretty sure there, were, there may have been at least one more film in that whole mix which was equally good, if not better. But everybody was thinking of Parasite from the day it won the top of Warren Cons. And so when you have a situation like this, Disciple had so much going for it. You know, I don't know what, how much of a relationship Chaitanya Tamahan is going to continue having with Alfonso Kuran, but Alfonso Kuran was the executive producer of the film. That itself opens doors. The moment people, uh, these old people I'm talking about who watch this, the moment they say, oh, Alfonso Quran has produced it. I'm going to watch it. They make it, they take it more seriously. The film won the best screenplay award in Venice. It's not a joke. It's the first time in 20 years or 19 years that an Indian film was in competition in Venice. It's the first time in probably ever that an Indian film played in Venice and then in Toronto and New York Film Festival. Three key festivals all happening in September going into October. It's, you know, in, 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 in Toronto, uh, also it, it won a, sort of a, an important award. Um, obviously, it had a more of a front-runner status. It's a film that people had seen, people had talked about, there were reviews of it. Um, you know, before anybody watches these films in the Academy, also these bloggers and these these writers in IndieWire and, and and Hollywood Reporter and and Variety, these three publications, and then there are some other Deadline, Hollywood, etc. They um, they started reviewing these films. If they started giving re good reviews to films, it really really helps. It helps to build the buzz. I'm not saying Disciple had the same buzz as Parasite or Roma or Shoplifters, but it it had a buzz. Jelly Katu did play at Toronto, the major festival also. I mean, I watched it because I'm Indian and I, I like Lee Jo. Uh, he's, he's a very sharp, amazing filmmaker. And I think Jelly Katu is also a very, very clever film. Really, It's amazing how he gets his films made with such huge cast. I, my feeling is Jelly Katu may get lost. Now, what's happening now is that, you know, some of the, again, I've been following and I even tweeted about it the other day. That, there are people out there who are suddenly saying, oh, Jalikatu has been available on Amazon Prime, so let's watch it. They're suddenly noticing that some of the films that have been sent as official entries from the different countries, there's been some talk about a, a beautiful film from Taiwan called A Sun, 
which you guys have to watch by the way it's on netflix it's been on netflix since january and uh, yeah so, something i heard about early this year and i tweeted and i tweeted enough i'm not saying that you know i'll be able to my, my word will carry the way suddenly uh, one, one of the two writers in variety they they named it as the best film of the year and everyone saying what is this film what is this film oh my god it's on netflix it's been there for you to watch people forget such good films and, and i i fear that jali katu will have the same uh fate uh, and long answer to a question this the committee that's formed they don't they don't understand they don't want to understand why some films can do better than others and i'm convinced that there is some element of jealousy also there are some filmmakers in this in this in these committees they their films don't necessarily travel i mean you know lijo's film also went to international festivals but uh chetan tamane's film went in a bigger way and chetan tamane has given so many interviews about you know being an apprentice with uh, um with alfonso kiran many many people in in bombay in bollywood they get very jealous i know that's exactly what happened why they dissed lunchbox that was like an absolute shock because they dissed a major film that everybody had heard of and in america everybody was hearing of and sony picture classics was all were distributed in the us and they picked a film called the good road which even in india nobody knew about and honestly it was it was a terrible film it was really badly made in this case jalikatu actually is a very well made film i'm not denying that i'm just seeing that i i have a feeling disciple would have had a big better chance but who knows jalikatu still could make it at least in the top 9 films i mean i don't know it, it's very hard to predict really uh two questions first of all uh, is there no chance for disciple to get in the best picture category with a major distributor like maybe a netflix coming into the board is there no chance for disciple so don't use the word chance because it's got zero chance <laughs> <laughs> zero chance <laughs> If, if, if disciple can qualify it probably will qualify i think disciple has already been submitted for the, uh, the golden globes when you are working with films like when you when you're dealing with films like marani's Ma, Ma border when you're working with films like nomadland when you're working with films like first cow just just look at the critics award that are coming through itself that will give you an idea about what the kind of films that we've had and this year has been a very good year for indie films because the hollywood films are not released as such um you're dealing with some spectacular films you're dealing with films um uh, you know anthony hopkins's performance in 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 the father for instance um uh, last year was an anomaly really the the fact that parasite was able to break all barriers and and earn the best film best international film it was going to win in any case but the fact that it was able to get that was really really shocked surprised and thrilled all of us really um disciple doesn't have that kind of a buzz no also one thing about uh, jallikattu uh, the ending 5 minutes of jallikattu where they i didn't like the like a, it looks like yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, a, a descent into madness yeah 
that then the last part where they show no, that the caveman uh, the caveman thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but he basically he's basically uh, it's making a statement about uh, human beings in this uh, us that we are no different than caveman it's it's not even it's on the nose what you're telling yeah yeah, yeah. i i'm not necessarily sure if that's going to stand against it i think it has lot going for it also um you know some of the shots at the late at night or you know the scenes of even the streets during the day with the bull and all these men running after it the music the, uh, the soundtrack um it, it uh, lijo is 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 this fantastic did you guys see imayu you guys should see imayu because you know of course i'm sure everyone seen angamali diary those are the only three films of his i've seen um and angamali diary was like you know blew everyone's mind really um imayu is a actually among his three films it's the most mature of the thing i mean again huge cast and it's a satire and it's set just on the story of a death in a village and the whole village the the police the is officer the the uh, the priest the the dead man his family then suddenly another wife appears out of nowhere and uh, amazing um you know to to be able to have such a huge cast and then there sequences where it is pouring rain whether they recreated the rain or it is pouring rain i mean i i think you create a scene of rain in any case and that makes it difficult even to shoot i i, I will imagine he's a he's one of the sh sharpest brightest uh, filmmakers uh, lijo so is chetan tamaya tamane yeah also one more thing which many people were telling is that more than disciple uh, jellika 2 presents the westernized conception of india the rural india the dirty india sort of to say it it presents and that's why it holds a bigger chance i don't know i don't know i mean more more so with the winning of delhi crime that was the whole uh, counter argument that came up that Yeah, but you know, different juries, different audiences. You know, disciple. Now, something can work against disciple. If if people have a problem with Indian classical music, and I know many Indians also don't like Indian classical music because it is completely seeped into Indian classical music. You're hearing classical music, Hindustani, North Indian classical music, being sung throughout the film. but even if you don't know and if you don't appreciate hindustani classical movie music the film just grabs you and you it just takes hold of your soul and your mind really and it is such a um it it's you're spellbound by watching it and 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 by watching a young guy who gives up everything in his life uh so as to become very good at it um it, to perfect his uh, skill and then the realization that maybe he cannot do it so you know chetanya takes his own time uh unraveling the story as such but so but you know you can come up with as many excuses pro and 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 con and i could be entirely wrong you know jalikattu may end up getting nominated uh, i doubt it though but yeah so the emergence of ott are reframing the conversation around the distribution of films so hbo max has infamously now decided that they will be releasing consecutively in theaters and on the ott space do you think there's a near future the future of distribution of india with 
with the with the with the at the expense of the distribution moguls that mainly are the uh, what do you say it, it is the main barrier for indie films the distribution moguls who don't uh, allow their films to distribute it no it's just the unfortunate thing we don't know where this pandemic is going to take us and how long this is going to go on for that's that's the biggest fear i mean so you know warner brothers announces that everything is going to go on hbo max we don't get hbo max in india uh, and so uh, and these are and the fact is that you know so far none of the very big uh, you know tenant was only released in theaters you know and then many films have been delayed in the release but the fact you know the, the, if the big name films eventually get released on by hbo max means people can watch it on their on the big screen tv at home uh, through one of the uh, apps um it the, the the reality is that studios are hurting the film industry is hurting and so while there is some people in the audience who desperately who only want to watch films on the big screen and then the directors who film who have made films with the level of details and the sound design and everything else which can only be appreciated on an IMAX screen or something if you don't you know when will you know even even though the the the, the vaccine is available now in the US you know in new york city movie theaters have not opened one of the reasons tenet flopped did not do well at all in the us it made more money outside in the us is because new york city is one of the biggest centers when it comes to movies you know given la partly movie theaters are open you cannot recoup your money also what about make profits uh and you know i miss going to theaters but i this year has uh, been very good in 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 a, in a bad in a way because i'm getting very used to just watching films at home um you know one year is a long enough time for you to uh, develop newer newer habits um and i wonder how i feel i mean so then you know i told you that i saw two films on the, the at the uh, drive in and i saw funny boy also on a big screen but those are not real movie theaters you know um because funny boy also was in a it, it's a big mall kind of a uh, in gurugram cyber hub with lots of restaurants and there were people going back in the background there were lights on other restaurants so we weren't in a pure dark theater as such to get the real that absolute dark experience but i don't know how will i feel going back into movie theaters um, when I, i i don't know what do you guys think i i feel very comfortable watching films at home now yeah same but i am still also what you were saying with the imax imax uh, movies and the thing is that uh, the older films which we have which we are which are made before we were even born we have all seen them on our laptops and yeah. we enjoyed them That's, that is a, obviously it's it's, a, it's more fun on the bigger screen but i don't think yeah. that that will affect it too much i was chatting with somebody um uh I forget. Perhaps it was on on Twitter because I remember someone else also joined it. Um, this film called uh, Sicario. I'm sure you you saw Sicario, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So I saw Sicario um, in a movie theater in Toronto on, on a very very big screen, far bigger screen than we have in New York City, for instance, um, with this absolutely awesome sound design. The music and the soundtrack was so. not loud itself but it was so it was just getting into your body and you you know uh, the way you were listening to it and i remember that experience and if i watched that film at home um 
it would not i would not like the film even half of what i liked there mm-hmm. um or some of the other big 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 films i mean i'm not just seeing I'm, i'm a big fan of this uh, marvel comic tent big tent pole film that you know uh christopher nolan's batman films for instance um inception you know seeing it on a big screen uh still not understanding it that's another thing but seeing it on a big screen has has a as a lot more going for it okay one last question which films are you looking forward to next year oh god but i guess you have seen many festival films which will will be slowly appearing over the next year so but even if there's any you want to see um so some of the film that i saw this year the festival which you guys should see sooner or later i mean nomadland is one one is called pieces of uh, of a woman, woman. Uh, really very very good uh what else did i see some of the documentaries this has been a very good year for documentaries by the way very very good year for documentaries uh uh no is is an italian documentary oh, ha, ha. um which was shown actually if you had gone to the dharamsala film festival uh, for a small price you could watched it really powerful film that doesn't underline any messages but it's about the kurdish people living in in syria and, and iraq and turkey and three or four parallel stories uh, just unraveling before you i saw um one of the most gripping documentaries i've seen in many many years just two nights ago called the descendant um it's um uh, it's a story about uh, jamal kosogi you know the uh, this the saudi journalist um, and his killing when he was killed inside the the saudi okay. embassy, uh, consulate in, uh, in 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 istanbul um there's another very powerful documentary from uh, romania called collective collective Yeah. which is uh, romania's official entry for the uh, foreign language thing huh. uh it probably won't win the foreign language thing because my feeling is it might be another country but collective might uh, also uh, be in, in the documentary ca- category it's a really shocking story about uh, um a, a, a nightclub which caught fire in in romania i don't know 8 10 years ago and 20 plus people died then and another 30 people died later and about how lot of negligence lot of corruption um you know how the government tried to hush the whole thing and it was just there were some very disturbing moments in it when these patients were left in this hospital and bacteria was growing in their bodies and 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 it it's a celebration of journalism so there is this one a couple of journalists actually working for a sports newspaper a sports magazine newspaper who see something is wrong in the story and they keep pursuing it um so collective is very very good another documentary which is very good is a film called welcome to chechnya chechnya about um about gays and lesbians and how they are mistreated in in um in, in chechnya uh, you know uh, really powerful year for documentaries 76 days for the documentary uh, i was kind of reluctant to watch because i said you know in the middle of covid we are watching this film but it it's such a it's a, it, the, the, the film really you know so it's about the wuhan uh, in 76 days and it really touches you um that story uh so yeah there are there are these films uh when did you see boy state you know i've seen boy state half i should finish it this on apple tv and i get free apple tv because i got an iphone last year 
did you guys see it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Favorite document of this year. Oh, you liked it that much? Yes. So, Athlete was this year. Athlete did it release this year? Yeah, this year, this year. Yeah, this year. Athlete. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I haven't seen. Uh, I, I, I saw up, up to like 20, 25 minutes ago. You know, they've all gathered together and they meet in these these these, uh, uh, these halls, uh, these uh, rooms, etc. Um, the other documentary, which I think is very good, is from Italy. It's a documentary called uh, "The Truffle Hunters." Uh, which, again, it went to a bunch of festivals, uh, and so truffle is a is this rare, rare kind of a mushroom, which only grows. In the in the sort of I think it's the Piedmont with these forests in Italy, by the way, and it grows under the soil, so it's not even something you can see. So first of all, you have to be an expert, and 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 people who go hunt for truffles, um, they're usually older people, older men living alone, and you have to have a dog. Uh, it's a relationship with the dog, because the dogs are the ones who are able to sniff the truffle, and so there is the. Part of this dog and the man story, which itself is lovely because we, we see some, several of these truffle hunters. And then they bring the truffles out and then it is sold at an exorbitant price in the wholesale market and an even more exorbitant price in these very rich restaurants in Europe. Uh, uh, and it's a, you know it's one of those kind of mushrooms where they just cut a little bit of it and you know, just a little shave of it and it gives a... I've, I've never eaten it. But... Uh, Caviar. Yeah. Yeah, even caviar people eat more, I think. <laughs> Just caviar people eat on toast, but you know, that kind of an expensive thing. Uh, truffle hunter is very good. Uh, so, yeah, there's so many uh, documentaries. Um, there, there are a few films which I've, I've been dying to see, I haven't had a chance to see. So, this film called Father I mentioned is based on a, it's a British uh, film, British play. and. When I say I haven't had a chance to see, I actually saw half an hour of it. It's a long story, but I rented the film uh, for a film festival in Hamptons when I was in New York, and then the time ran out, and I just couldn't watch it. And they, no, they refunded my money, but I saw half an hour of it. Um, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is just exceptional in this role of a man who is uh, going through dementia. Mm. So that performance is very good. I'm sure you've seen Sound of Metal, right? Have you guys seen Sound of Metal? My God, Riz Ahmed yeah, is so good. I mean, he's he's good in everything one has seen so far, but the last 15, 20 minutes of it in the last shot of the film just just absolutely rips you apart. Uh, he's so good in that film. Um, so yeah, there's so much happening. I mean, you know, there are a couple of other Hollywood films that were the trial of Chicago 7 was... Um, Fascinating and also sort of a reflection on the kind of you know the our times here in India also uh, the statements that are made. Uh, the one film that sort of disappointed me, which has disappointed practically everybody. Have you, did you guys see Mank? Yeah, yeah, he has seen it. So Mank did not go. I mean, you know, it's beautifully made in terms of the cinematography, the way it sort of captures the black and white uh, uh, cinematography of that era. And I actually watched Citizen Kane again after many many years just before that. So. You see, you get that sense to it. At the end of the day, I didn't care about anybody in that film. It, you know, it, it tried to be gossipy, like Hollywood is gossipy, Hollywood gossipy. But and it's, I think, it's a reflection. Barely any uh, critics groups uh, um, are nominating it. Forget <laughs> winning. So, but I think Gary Goldman is the favorite to win this year. Is Oscar. It? 
Yeah. The best actor. Even the Reza Mitra. Not at all. Nobody likes a film. <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, mark my words. If it is not Anthony Hopkins, then it's Chadwick, uh, Chadwick Boseman who's winning the best actor. Oh. Oh, Marini's Marini, Black Bottom. Oh yes, I've been hearing about that. Okay. You guys watch it? It's on Netflix. Yeah, we'll be watching. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. I'm not. Uh, Chadwick Bosman apparently I haven't seen it. I, I believe he's very good in the film. Okay, he he was he was an amazing actor, but he died. They have they have to give him an yeah. Oscar this year. <laughs> right? Seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Gary Oldman has no chance. Riz Ahmed has a far better chance. Riz Ahmed will probably make it in the in the top five in terms of nominations. The first time. Well, you know, Ben Kingsley was of Indian origin also, but the first time a South Asian origin actor will get a, a Best Actor nomination. And who do you think will clinch the actress, Best Actress? So, I mean, I think that two actresses on top, Viola Davis, again from uh, Myra and Black Bottom, and um, um, McDormand, uh, what's, what's her first name? Uh, Francis McDormand. Yeah. Francis McDormand. I have Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby. Uh, so Vanessa Kirby again has a good chance, a very good, very very good chance. Hmm. Um, I think these two ha- these two have a slight edge right now. But also the other thing about Vanessa Kirby is, and you guys will get to see it, um, Pieces of Women, which just is yeah. January, yeah. a devastating yeah. film. It's going to be in Netflix in January. It's very powerful. Oh God! But the- it has got into controversy regarding uh, the actors oh. involved. What 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 does Shia do? I'm sorry. Uh, he has uh, some sexually assault, sexual molestation on his on his wife, so that has not wife girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Girl, sorry, sorry. Shia yeah. his his entire life is full of controversy. <laughs> That's not going to affect the film, okay? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf himself, although I think he's very good in it, but I don't think he has any chance. Um, that two, that, so uh, Vanessa Kirby has a very very good chance. Definitely will nominate it. Um, Ellen Burstyn, who plays her mother, she was yes. so good and so cold in it. She should at least get a Best Supporting Actress nomination. Uh, Does oh, Olivia so. from The Father have a chance of getting a nomination? Again, what? Olivia Colman. Uh, yes. Olivia so the, the word is that Olivia Colman should get Best uh, Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Best Supporting Actor or who will be? I don't know. You don't. Like- the person from the five blood yeah yeah, Delroy. Delroy. yeah, so, Delroy. yeah but he he might be in the best actor thing and oh, and and if, yeah, the thing was that chadwick doesn't win chadwick probably will get two nominations in supporting <laughs> and, and, and the act which has happened in the past also and chadwick will win one of them definitely uh i mean that's it, it's it's given i mean he died you know there'd be no other chances of him to win any oscars anymore um, also, given the fact that um, you, know, you know that that other uh, that the Marvel film made, what was it called, the Black Panther? Uh, it was such a huge hit, mm-hmm. um, and it was also such a well-made uh, you know film. And I think Hollywood loves films which are very well-made, which are huge hits, uh, because those films employ a lot of people, and the Academy loves those kind of films. So the fact that he, he was in Black Panther um, and Quite a few other fantastic films, and the poor man died. He kept acting while he had cancer. Mm. Mm. Also, for the director, 
So, but wait, but you know, there was, there's this actor whose name I don't, can't remember uh, in uh, Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Sound of Metal? Yeah, not fully. Yeah. yeah, but the guy who plays the role of what the one who runs at home for deaf people. I that actor. Name. I need to look it up. Watch it. Watch it for his performance. He's very, very good. Um, best director, I think, is going to Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. And it'll be fantastic. You know, she was China born. She's Chinese American. Uh, you know, it's after it's been a while since Catherine Bigelow won the best 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 uh, director. Yeah. Uh, there's another film which I think is very interesting. It's slightly more mainstreamish commercial. Um, um, One night in in, in Miami, um, Miami. Regina King. Regina King is, uh, and it's the first film that she's directed. Um, she should get a nomination, and you know, among other things, people, you know, so all of these considerations come in. The fact that you're black and you're a woman, um, and you're able to make such a fascinating film with Malcolm X and and uh, and you know Muhammad Ali sort of spending the night together. Um, so also, also that film doesn't have a chance. Minari. Man, I'm dying to see Minari. Yeah, um, we are. Huh. I'm dying to see Minari. Um, I I hear. Lincoln uh, Center, I think. Say again. It was shown at Lincoln Center, I think, one. Film at Lincoln Center, huh? It's shown at other festivals also. I wasn't in America, you know. Thing is, if you're in America, then you can now watch these films anywhere in America because then, but they Joe locked them. Um, it's not. Oh. I, I'm very very keen to see Minari because I love these immigrant stories. Um, also, it has got into a bit of controversy because uh, it has not been allowed in the best picture category. It has been pushed to the international. No, that's Golden Globes. Oh, for Golden Globes, that was on. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Golden Globes come up with their own shitty cat, uh, thing. You know, <laughs> it's a foreign language film. Given the fact that they are, they are only then you know they, they, you you have to be a, a foreign journalist to be a part of the Golden Hollywood Foreign Press. <laughs> as far as the Academy is concerned, the fact that Minari has run in the U.S. for uh, uh, a week plus um, used to be a week run in L.A. Uh, wherever, but uh, Minari will qualify. Um, so Aaron Sorkin win the best screenplay again? It's possible. It's possible. That that film is yeah, it's crackling the, the writing. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Uh, again, what happens is that you know, um, I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, I, I should have either had a piece of paper here with what, what are the other films that chances, but with a name that, that you have like Aaron Sorkin, you're so well recognized, and even if, I'm sure there are people in the Academy who don't like him. But I'm sure there are more people who like him. Uh, because when he does good stuff, he really does good stuff. So, yep. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Thanks so much. We had so much fun chatting. Also, in advance, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year from yeah. us. We wish you two the best se- of- Two hour session we did today. Okay. <laughs> Post 45 to 50 minutes, it went to two hours. <laughs> I keep talking much. Um, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. so much fun and yeah. we hope we can keep having these chats in the near sure. future. All right, Thank guys. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.